Been waiting all day to talk to our friend Charles Benson. He is the chief political correspondent and anchor at TMJ4. Charles, thanks for being with us. Great to be here. And as you know, I'm in the uh, weather office. So you might hear some activity behind me because they're pretty busy over here. They might press you into service. They are busy over there. They might. Sure. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to start by asking you about the presidential race because this has gotten really interesting. Sources are saying that Joe Biden will formally announce a second term next week. This isn't a surprise. The first lady first hinted at this a while back that he is probably going to run. What's your takeaway from the uh, for the timing on this? Uh, the timing is, yes, you're right. We've been expecting this. We've been waiting for this. Uh, so no real big surprise, you know, uh, as to why now. I think he's trying to line it up for when he announced in uh, 2020 that he was running for 2020. So no surprise here. Uh, and I think everybody expected that this was eventually going to come sooner rather than later. Charles, let's talk about the six candidates that have entered the race, um, the Republicans, and two um, very brave Democrats who have entered the race. Um, What do you think about how it's shaking out thus far? So I think what's interesting to me is really, uh, you know, the two candidates on the Republican side getting the most conversation and the most buzz is, you know, Ron and Don. And they're talking about uh, the former president, Donald Trump, and the current governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. I mean, those are the two names that get the most attention. But out of those two, only one has declared. So we haven't officially heard from DeSantis, and that's expected to happen pretty soon. But uh, by my count, I think about five Republicans have already indicated that they are going to run. But three of them are the ones that probably have more name recognition, one of them being Nikki Haley. She's the former governor out of South Carolina and worked in the Trump administration as a U.S. ambassador. And then a guy named Asa Hutchinson, who was also a former uh, governor. So there's still a lot of names out there that are making the rounds, certainly look like they're going to run. You know, guys like Mike Pence, the former former vice president, uh, Senator Tim Scott. You're going to go down a list of a lot of governors, Chris Sununu, the New Hampshire governor, Greg Abbott out of Texas, Chris Christie, former governor of New Jersey. I mean, I can go on and on here. But what's interesting to me, and I went back and looked at this, we've got the presidential primary coming to Milwaukee. That will be in in August sometime. They haven't picked the exact date. Uh, And so we're about four months away from that. You know, in 20. 16 in that race on that very first debate there were 10 people on the stage who had already declared of course donald trump was one of them and there was another guy standing right next to him in that first debate in cleveland a guy by the name of scott walker who was currently the governor who was the governor of wisconsin at that time but there were also like four other candidates that didn't even make the a list or the first tier so we really had a lot of names on that republican side and right now it doesn't look to be that crowded of a field, things could obviously change here in the next four months, especially if they want to get on that stage in August. Charles Benson with us, TMJ Force Charles Benson. On the Democratic side, and Amy alluded to this, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., an anti-vaccine activist, environmental lawyer, incredible family name, has announced that he's going to run. What makes this interesting for me, Charles, and you pointed this out to me, is that Robert Kennedy Jr. and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that Aaron Rodgers have had a little bit of back and forth on Twitter. Yeah, they have. This has been interesting. You know, back in March, we saw a picture with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Aaron Rodgers. They tweeted out this picture. But, you know, Kennedy uh, Jr. announced uh, a few days ago he was running, and then he put out on Twitter these words, Give me a sword. I need an army. And it 
can't be just the party. I need Democrats, Republicans, and independents. And then Aaron Rodgers retweeted that with just a picture of a sword. Not sure what that means, but seemed to be uh, referring to give me a sword. So uh, that was an interesting connection there, and I don't know what it is. But I do think, you know, uh, RFK Jr. entering into the race, no one's giving him a chance of trying to unseat or be uh, have any chance of getting the nomination here. But he will have an interesting conversation around some of these ideas that does play with a certain segment of the audience out there. And it's going to be interesting to see what kind of media attention does he even make it on a debate stage. That would be fascinating as well. Can he get 10 or 15 percent of people backing him? That's a story I am going to watch because traditionally within the party that's in the white house you don't get much of a challenge and the question is going to be how much of a challenge not just based on family name can he make in this uh 2024 election charles benson is with us want to ask you a question or two about the senate seat here in wisconsin open in 2024 tammy baldwin up for re-election republicans seem gun shy to jump into this race, Tammy Baldwin's had a lot of success in her reelection efforts here in the state of Wisconsin. What are you hearing about the possibilities on the Republican side? So uh, it's interesting you use that term. They're shy here because of Tammy Baldwin. And I wrote a piece on this last week when she's announced. There's reasons to feel like, wow, this race is not for if you're a Republican right now, what are you taking on here? And you're going to be taking on a Democrat who has proven to go against the odds of what we see in Wisconsin. That is, we're a battleground state. These are close elections. They're decided by one or two points. But not when it comes to Tammy Baldwin. Last time around, she won by double digits, just by more than 10 points. The first time around, she beat a big name in the Republican Party, Tommy Thompson, uh, and won by five or six points. So this is going to be uh, a big challenge for Republicans. If your, your, your first look is going to be who's on the congressional side, a Brian Style, a Mike Gallagher. Those are two people that a lot of people look at and say, why not those two guys? And I think when you look at the timing, and I think timing is everything in politics, both of these guys, Style and Gallagher, have just gotten some key leadership roles in Congress, and if they were to decide to run, they would have to give up their seat, and so that would be a big challenge for them. So neither is indicating anything right now that they would like to get into this challenge in 2024. So then you'll go back into some other familiar names. Eric Hovde, the the business guy out of uh, Madison. He was in the U.S. Senate race back in 2012 and did fairly well in the primary. And then, of course, Kevin Nicholson's name is going to come up again because of the time he has spent trying to get this seat back in uh, 2018 and his current run for governor, although he eventually dropped out of that. To me, it, John, it's going to come down to who's out there that could surprise people. Uh, I've seen some reporting on the former Milwaukee County Sheriff David Clark. He is and was a big Trump supporter. Can he get in? Does he want to get in? What does he do uh, to, to potentially make this uh, an interesting run? And then Scott Mayer, who's not a well-known person, business guy in the Milwaukee County area. Those are just some of the names that are out there right now. TMJ4, chief political reporter, always great perspective. Charles, thank you so much for being with us. You're welcome.